Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 771, for Saturday, April 9th, 2022. This is the BGG Page Views edition. You know, it's true that week in and week out, games that are some of the longest running games in the top 10 are still hanging around in the top 20 to 25. And so I just wanted to highlight them this week, just as a reminder of some of these long-running games. For example, down at number 25 is the fifth longest-running top 10 game of all time, still kicking around, Scythe. Uh, It had 125 weeks in the top 10. At number 24, Nemesis charted 48 times. Number 23, Tainted Grail, not as many. But number 22, Everdell, has reached the top 10 29 times. And at number 21 is Brass, though in the top 10 on Board Game Geek, and a top 20 stalwart, uh, never really hit the top 10 that many times. Meanwhile, at number 20, down one from last week, is Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 12,618 views. A decline, a slight decline, only 150 views fewer than last week, off 1.2%, and about 440 more than, exactly, exactly 440, more than last week's number 20. Jaws of the Lion has been in the top 10 36 times, so one of the longer-running games there. In fact, Jaws of the Lion comes in at number 26 on the most weeks list. Tied for number 9 on the most weeks list, also down 1 this week to number 19, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 13,249. That's 631 more than Jaws of the Lion and a decline of about 5%. Wingspan spent 77 weeks in the top 10, the last time on January 8th. Uh, bucking this trend, one of two games in the remainder of the 11 to 20 range to have done so, entering at number 18, Darkest Doom by Mario Zatini, published by Game Start Studio, with 14,908, 1,600 more than Wingspan, and three and a half times what it had last week. Repeating at number 17, Root by Cole Worley, published by Leader Games, with 15,126, 218 more than Darkest Doom, and a gain of 4.4%. Root is the game with the eighth most weeks ever in the top 10, with 80. Repeating at number 16, Lost Ruins of Arnak by Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition, with 15,148, 22 more than Root, and a gain of about 2%. Lost Ruins of Arnak is the 18th most weeks, longest running in the top 10. It has had 55 weeks there. After two weeks at number 11, down 4 to 15, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 15,952. 804 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, and a decline of 5%. 
Of course, Gloomhaven has had the most weeks in the top 10, with 237. After two weeks, or rather after 12 weeks, back in the top 10, down four this week to 14, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 16,746, about 800 more than Gloomhaven and a decline of 3%. Arkham Horror has the third most weeks in the top 10, with 201. After finally scaling itself all the way into its peak position at number 5 last week, tumbling back down 8 to 13, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 16,916, 170 more than Arkham Horror, a decline of 21%. After two weeks back in the top 10, down 3 to 12, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Vixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 17,728, 812 more than Cascadia, a decline of 1.3%. Terraforming Mars has the second most weeks ever in the top 10, with 227. And ending a 20-week run back in the top 10, during which it climbed all the way up to the seventh most weeks, with 85, this week drops 3 to 11. Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 18,313, 585 more than Terraforming Mars, and actually a gain of about 2%, but not enough to ward off all of the new entries. Because there are six of them, the most new entries we have seen since November 20th, uh, over four months ago. The six games falling out are from 8 to 11, Spirit Island, from 9 to 12, Terraforming Mars, from 5 to 13, Cascadia, from 10 to 14, Arkham Horror, the card game, from 3 to 26, Encyclopedia, and from 7 to 31, The Great Wall. Returning after eight weeks away, and charting for the 77th time, so tying Wingspan for the ninth most weeks in the top 10, number 10 is Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 19,186, 873 more than Spirit Island, a gain of 20%, and nearly 2,000 more than last week's number 10. The remaining new entries are all debuts. The first of them is at number 9, Nightmare Cathedral, by Blazic Kubaki, published by Board and Dice, with 22,994, 3,800 more than Marvel Champions, and almost exactly double what it had last week, when it was number 23, so a 14-position climb. Nightmare Cathedral is, quote, a strategy game where victory is gained by controlling the map, managing resources, following objectives, and selecting when to engage in conflicts. It says also that a haunting cathedral will grow in the center of the board, and it features the haunting artwork of a late Polish surrealist painter and sculptor. That gap of 3,800 between number 9 and number 10 
is roughly the same as the gap between number 10 and number 16. Our second debut is at number 8, Age of Rome, by Vangelis F. Thiemiu and Antonius Yiannopoulos, published by Teetotum Game Studios, with 23,059, just 65 more than Nightmare Cathedral. Age of Rome is, quote, a strategic worker placement game set in 44 BC, Rome. Each turn you will build structures in different provinces assigned to you through a rotating board. Uh, I think it's nice that they said build structures rather than build buildings. After two weeks at number one, dropping six down to number seven, Dead Reckoning by John D. Clare, published by Alderac Entertainment Group with 24,202, 1,100 more than Age of Rome, and a decline of 49%. Repeating at number six for the third consecutive week, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 24,203, just one more than Dead Reckoning, and a gain of 14% just to hold position. Dune Imperium has the 13th most weeks in the top 10. Debuting at number 5, The Quest for El Dorado by Reiner Knizia, published by Ravensburger, with 26,046, 1,800 more than Dune and Dead Reckoning. The theme for this game is expedition leaders searching the jungle for a land of gold. Now, it was originally released in 2017, currently ranked number 145 on BoardGameGeek, though this is the first time it has made the top 10. As for why it has had a sudden resurgence now, possibly a shut-up-and-sit-down or dice-tower effect? Hard to say for sure. Repeating at number four, Return to Dark Tower by Rob Davio and Isaac Childress, published by Restoration Games, with 27,049. 1,003 more than The Quest for El Dorado and a decline of 22%, though it does hold position. Debuting at number three, Bard Sung by Matt Hart and Sherwin Matthews, published by Steamforged Games, with 36,056, 9,000 more than Return to Dark Tower. The subtitle of Bard Sung, although, <laughs> you know, for all the time that I give Board Game Geek a hard time about including subtitles that clearly are not meant to be there, at least this time they didn't. It's right there on the box, but it doesn't list it as a subtitle here. It is Legend of the Ancient Forge. Bardsung is a fantasy-themed, procedurally generated, cooperative dungeon crawler. Quote, a game of choosing your path as you seek to inspire the bard's songs and live your legend. Unquote. Its Kickstarter project raised well over one and a quarter million dollars. Our highest debut is all the way up at number two, Agricola 15, by Uva Rosenberg, published by Lookout Games, with 46,449, 10,400, more than Bardsong. If you're thinking, 
Agricola 15. I never even got Agricola 2, 3, 4, 5. Well, the 15 here does not reference its 15th sequel, but rather its 15th anniversary. Agricola was originally released in 2007 and currently ranked number 39 on Board Game Geek. The revised edition of Agricola, I guess that's technically Agricola 2, was 2016 release, and it's currently ranked number 77 on Board Game Geek. Or maybe Agricola, the revised edition, is more like Agricola 3, and Caverna is like Agricola 2. Anyway, the Agricola 15 is a compilation. It includes the second edition of Agricola, plus the artifacts and Bubulcus? Bubulcus? I don't know. Expansion decks, some older promo items, and, quote, some novelties, plus an inlay for quick setup and storage. But, after spending the last three weeks at number two, ascending back to number one for the eleventh time, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games with 52,000. 426, almost 6,000 more than Agricola 15, a gain of 23%. This is the most views Arc Nova has had since February 19th, almost two months ago, and it becomes the fifth game ever to spend 11 or more weeks at number one. Ahead of it on that list at number four, with 15 weeks, The Seventh Continent. At number three, with 16 weeks, Scythe. Those two are potentially reachable. Uh, I would be very surprised to see it go much further than that, because at number two, with 57 weeks, is Android Netrunner. And of course, at number one, with 74 weeks at number one, is Gloomhaven. But this week, Arc Nova noshes its 11th week at the top. For Saturday, April 9th, 2022.